Hey everyone, welcome to the first official episode of Queers and Soaps. My name is Aaron, and I'm here with my awesome co-host Tommy, and we are both true lovers of soap operas, and this podcast is just where we're going to talk about them, what we like, what we don't like, and everything in between. So I'm Tommy, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about the classics that started it all, um, Dallas, the one that started it all, and Dynasty. And we're going to basically talk about the pilots of each episode. Um, we're not going to do a blow-by-blow blow recap. We're just going to say what we liked, what we didn't like, um, and then I guess say which one we like better and what camps each of us falls in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I guess we'll start with Dallas since that was the first one to premiere. And I like to point out on April second, nineteen seventy-eight. Hold on, I like to point out that we are both dressed for the part. I'm wearing the cowboy hat, my denim. I got my Dallas mug, and a little salute to Jr. Miss him dearly. But okay. Yeah, when he told me he was doing that, I was like, oh, maybe I'll wear plaid. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier for me though, because I'm from you know being in the South. I have it all in my closet. I don't have to dress apart. I just get to wear my normal clothes. And next time we talk about Dynasty, I'll make sure that my ballroom gown is here. And I'll get my shoulder pads. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now back to what you were saying about Dynasty. Uh, uh, Dallas. So or it Dallas. <laughs> on April 2nd, 1978. Um, and usually the pilot episode of any show is the worst episode, people usually say. Um, not so much more now it is. I feel like now writers have a kind of an idea of the story that they want to tell as for the whole season. Um, and this kind of felt that way too to me. There was an actual story going on in this episode. And maybe because this was a five episode miniseries, so maybe they did kind of have an idea of what they wanted to do in five episodes. What do you think? I think so. I was reading kind of about it and it's like there was talk that they wasn't sure. Like it's kind of like the whole little mini series is kind of like a pilot episode for them. Mm-hmm. In some sense I say that. I I don't know. I feel like it was a real to be from 1978. I feel like it was a really great pilot. I do have a funny story about watch trying to watch the pilot episode. Uh, on the disc, you know, they're front and back like it's, you know, that you flip them when you want to put it in. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know back in the 70s they would do like a preview of the episode so okay. I was trying to watch it and I'm like oh nope this is the previously on so I'm flipping discs trying to find the first episode and then uh-huh. had to research it that <laughs> they used to put like a little like here's what's coming tonight so yeah I was like oh thanks way to start well, making- also usually the first episode is just titled pilot and yeah. <laughs> this wasn't it was titled digger's daughter Mm-hmm. I think um, and Digger is the main star Pam, Pamela Barnes Pamela Ewing I guess now <laughs> um, she's Digger's daughter so that's why it's titled that did anybody stand out acting wise to you? to me it was Pam Bobby and JR there was something about the, just the love like I love family feuding like tv shows like it's probably because of days of our lives and the you know the brady's and the demers i'm just so into like that kind of hatfields and mccoy's type thing so i really was i love that you know they're from two separate families coming together and everyone's like oh no this can't be happening because that just automatically creates drama yes and that's but pam you know, like she really stood out to me there was something about i, I liked her do you um is she your favorite character like throughout the series now that i mean i think i'm with everyone on jr like kind of jr is my favorite like everyone loves a villain i mean you um i I like jr i don't he's not my favorite character though maybe because i like the actor though too like i liked him in ajima genie and watching the new series i think that's more what it was but like don't get me wrong i wouldn't want the show to be without him I don't think you could do because he's the main villain (laughs) but um he's not my favorite character I think if I really think about it I haven't seen the whole thing I've only seen the first eight or nine seasons I have them but I just haven't 
finished it. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're unopened in my uh, DVD collection. <laughs> but uh, I think consistently Pam is my favorite character. Bobby and Pam, it kind of flip-flops. I, I do like Bobby, but I like Patrick Duffy in general. So it's kind of, I could see why people- He kind of has that boy next door, just like lovable very, like personality yeah. face. You couldn't he's not really like hot him. in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still think he's pretty attractive. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> when they had him walking around shirtless, I was like, okay, Bobby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> With his shaggy 70s haircut. <laughs> so what's interesting is Sue Ellen, um, the actress that plays her, is not a regular cast member in the miniseries, but she's in every episode. I was reading that she was kind of like, she didn't really have to audition for it because that character was supposed to be like just a she's there type thing. But Linda Gray, I mean. Like a glorified extra almost. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was reading. I don't know how true that true that is, yeah. you know. But I was like, oh, okay, wow. You went from being kind of just a, just a character going, hi, Bobby, you know, to a full-on amazing character. So did you notice anything about the set that uh, is different it's, from the actual series? It's not the, well, I mean, I guess technically that would be the original house, but it's not the one we know and love. Yes. Like I love South Fork Ranch. I, I actually went to South Fork in Dallas and it was really cool. You got to go in the house and really small compared to what, you know, TV magic. But it was really cool to get to see, you know, the pool, JR and Sue Ellen's bedroom and so this isn't the house that you visited no i didn't visit this house mm -mm. okay so i wonder if this house was actually on south work or if they just used a different location i'm not sure all i know is i'm glad whatever reason they couldn't get the that house back because it led to the one we know and love that's true with the pool that everybody knows and loves <laughs> <laughs> And so, Barbara, if there's a pool, you know someone's going to drown, someone's going to have a cat fight, or something's, somebody's walking out of it all sexy or something like that. <laughs> Male or female. Yeah. <laughs> um, was there any characters that you didn't like? I don't care for Ray. I don't know what it is, but I just don't care yeah. for Ray. Um, he really doesn't do anything for me either. And but I think it's also I know a lot about the show before I watched it, so I knew in the later seasons Ray becomes Lucy's uncle. Yeah, and it's just kind of weird that yeah. Know, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just keep on going past that. <laughs> but so I'm assuming Lucy is supposed to be no older than seventeen, <laughs> and she's just sleeping with this. He's got to be at least in his mid-30s, if not older. And that was okay and acceptable to watch on TV. <laughs> I guess that, I mean, it would not, it didn't fly. I mean, it doesn't fly with me. I thought I was like, yeah, that's a little weird. Um, not a little weird. That's a lot. Statutory weird. rape, not a thing <laughs> in the 70s. <laughs> uh, I'm like, well, we've come a long way on television because that would not fly. Which I guess they, mm -hmm. were they were hiding it. So I don't know what kind of like, if anyone finds out, but Pam was just like, I know you're with, you know, I saw you coming out of the barn with Lucy and it wasn't kind of like she was that upset about it. That's why I like Pam because she's kind of like no bullshit. She kind of will tell how it is mm -hmm. and uh, she'll stand up to JR, which a lot of people don't. I did. I love those scenes where she said <laughs> it was fun. It was like that's actually one of my favorite things about Dallas is like the Pam and Jr. rival rivalry, mm -hmm. um, the Bobby and Jr. rivalry. Um, he he basically is enemies with everybody <laughs> except yep. his mother. I think one of the things about Dallas, it seems, it seems like it's more aimed towards men, though, mm -hmm. like because we will get to you know of course we'll get to dynasty but it just seems like it's more male oriented mm. i don't know if it felt that way to you but um i never really thought about it but you're not the first person to say that i've been on message boards where i've seen people say that which is kind of weird because it's supposed to be a soap mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. that's not really the demographic 
Maybe yeah. they thought they could get more viewers if they made it more masculine. So I guess, unless you have anything to add, I guess that's all for that episode. Oh, the cliffhanger. I was, gonna, I was about to say, I love the ending, how I underestimated the Miss, the new Miss Ewing. I won't make and that I won't mistake do exactly. Yeah, there's something that he- See, and that to her. me um, was a soap because it was going to continue that story. It wasn't a one and done episode where we never talk about what happened ever again. Um, I felt like they were setting things up to continue this rivalry between them. Why can't I say that word? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, I thought that was pretty cool for a pilot episode in the 70s to have something like that. What did you think about JR setting up Pam to get caught with Ray so that Bobby would break up with her? Hmm. It wasn't one of his best schemes. Like, I feel like, well, I guess we got to start somewhere. So, but yeah, so, uh, he did kind of a sloppy job setting that up, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I guess to date, since it was the first episode, it was his best scheme. <laughs> <laughs> but it made for, you know, that great ending. It made for good TV. Mm-hmm. And I, I do feel like the pilot episode does hold up. Like if you're watching, but besides the Lucy and Ray little scene, it kind of reminds me of Dawson's Creek with Pacey with the teacher, like the big age gap. Right. That's why when you said it wouldn't fly today, I was like, uh, I don't know, because that, you that know, was that was 1990s, um, Riverdale, Archie was sleeping with his teacher and that was three or four years ago the age gap wasn't as big it wasn't as big but she was still in her 30s (laughs) well i mean like i think that's why like today they make the age gap smaller so it doesn't seem as even pretty little liars i don't know if you watched that oh no i watched it and i really don't see Um, what we can't ezra and aria i only watched the first few seasons i'm like what are their names (laughs) it's interesting how they though they just kind of like they have those storylines but then they just gloss over it like no yeah, one ends up I remember reading or, things about that. I'm like, like 17 in Pennsylvania is the age of consent. I was just like, really? You have to go on technicality? Yeah. So <laughs> it's weird how, I mean, soaps still try to, I don't know. They just gloss over that kind of behavior. It's yeah. like, okay, well, when I think they really. Behavior that in real life is isn't acceptable. Illegal. <laughs> I think it'd be interesting to see a soap deal with it and really show what happens, you know. But I think they're kind of a it's a touchy subject, I guess. Yeah. Taboo even today. Yeah, like da- days of our lives the other day, I they said abortion, I was kind of shocked cuz they try to select you know, that's one of those other topics they kind of yeah. shy away from. Yeah. Not to get on our days you know, rampage. These will always slip in somehow. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I guess that kind of wraps up Dallas. So let's move on to Dynasty, which is your fave. I love Dynasty. I've loved Dynasty since the, probably the first time I remember watching Dynasty was on SoapNet. I don't know if you remember SoapNet, but we used to have a whole channel dedicated to soaps. It was the best thing ever. (laughs) My little Um, game. Wait, before you go on, um, Dynasty premiered on January 12th, 1981. I just wanted to throw that in there. Go ahead. <laughs> and it was a three-parter. It was titled Appreciating. Oil. Yeah. It was, it was ABC's attempt at recreating Dallas. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there was a TV movie about Dynasty that that was kind of, they play, <laughs> they joke about how they wanted it to be called Fort Worth. And I'm like, well, Fort Worth is bigger. And it, it was a it was one of those cheesy lifetime movies, but I just I love them still. Was that the um the biopic that was supposed to be like the making of Dynasty? Yeah. I never saw it, but I heard of it. It's it's so bad it's good. Like, Wasn't it called like Diamonds and Caviar or for something in caviar? Oh no, uh like the making of Dynasty. <laughs> I'm not sure, but it wasn't the best. <laughs> that means I gotta watch it. Like I said in the previous episode, um, our pre 
show episode, if you want to call it, our backdoor pilot. I know I'm not using that word right, but I like it. <laughs> no, that's actually, I think that's what they call it, backdoor pilot. This is our first episode, <laughs> and the other one was our backdoor pilot. <laughs> the Dynasty pilot's not, the, the first season of Dynasty really isn't that great. Um, and I think it's because they were focusing too much on business. Mm-hmm. Like, I cared more about the family. I wanted to see more of the family. And they had a few characters that, to me, just didn't fit in. Matthew and Lindsay. And mm-hmm. I'm actually not a big fan of Claudia either, even though she continued on for a few more seasons. Yeah, she's that. the one out of that group that I actually like. No, if I'm picking but out maybe of those maybe it's because three, I know what she does in the future. If I'm going to so pick out of those three, yes, she's, she'd be my favorite out of those three. Uh, I can't stand I, Matthew. He was he's boring. Lindsay cries too much. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really care for um, Walter. Was that his name? Yeah. Again, the I business. Can't. Yeah, it was the business side. It was just boring. It was. My, I mean, it dragged. My, for me, anyway, it made it drag. No, it dragged. It dragged on. Um, <laughs> Like well, it didn't like, need to be three parts. <laughs> I had to. It's kind of like, okay, I love this show. I got to get through season one so I can get to Alexis. That's like your driving yes. force of getting through Dynasty season one. You're like, yeah, I got to get to Alexis. I got to get to Alexis. But and I there are moments throughout season one that I like, but as a whole, I just feel like it's so slow paced and kind of painful. <laughs> yeah, it's slow paced for even soap opera. Who is your favorite uh, character in the pilot? I'm going to go with Fallon. Fallon, it just, you can tell she's strong-willed and she wants to be a bigger part of the company, the family company. And mm-hmm. she's still trying to, I'm, I've still watched a few episodes after, uh, but she's trying to get in there. I think she's always trying to show her father, like she's capable of doing all these different things. Yeah. Uh, but he's kind of just like, this is man business be gone (laughs) which is still an issue but is very much a sign of that time Mm -hmm. i mean in 1981 a woman being the head of a company was probably unheard of but yeah i would agree i think fallon was my favorite i like her snark Um, i think that's what it is too i love a feist like feisty women who aren't afraid to speak their mind mm-hmm. whereas crystal was very like she's coming into this new world and she doesn't really want to step on anyone's toes it feels like but Fallon's like Psh, i don't care i did laugh when crystal was having her uh wedding shower oh. and her <laughs> friends were like upset and thought they were never going to see her and she's like i won't change like you'll come to the house all the time i'm like we never saw them again. Nope. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. They had a right that. to be upset. <laughs> you'll make it to the wedding, but that's probably as far as you'll go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never realized it, but you know how, we'll, we'll talk about it later because it's in the pilot. Um, but you know how in the new dynasty, she, she bites off the head of the, to- the cake topper? If we're gonna I never pick, realized that she actually does it in the pilot for this one too. Yeah, but if we're gonna like, pick the reboot or the reboot version of that is much better than the original. It's Fallon. more dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> like the original one's just like, you know what? Walking up the stairs, and, and you just hear the the staff screaming in the background because they can't find the topper. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so dramatic for just a little wedding topper. Um. So, oh, so speaking of scenes that they kind of make played tribute to in the new one um the pool scene the the game of pool not the swimming pool (laughs) um and this one it was um Cecil Cecil Colby and in the new one it's Fallon and Jeff that are playing pool together um there was no cat fight at the wedding Hmm. but yeah, there wasn't any kind of cat fights in the. No, see, episode. I think I the think first season that kind of cheesy high drama came from season two on, like Marrow's Please. Like it just kind of yeah. went off the walls in season two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so overall, it's not my favorite episode. Um, it's not my favorite season. <laughs> 
But I do, that's not to say that I don't like the whole dynasty because I do. I haven't seen, once again, the whole thing. I have it, but I haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't either. I haven't watched all the seasons. I'm but maybe doing this podcast will kind of push me to open and move forward in watching. Um, so between the two classic pilots, which one do you think is better? Dallas. Hands Dallas. down. If I was picking between the two, if I was a network executive, I was like, okay, I got to pick one of these shows. I'm going with Dallas. Just because it was just, the writing like was One better. has to get canceled out of the two. Yeah, like, if I had to cancel one of them, <laughs> as much as Dynasty owns my heart, because it's like my first original primetime soap that I just loved. Uh, Dallas, the Dallas pilot wins. There's right. no hands down. Or <laughs> no hands down. <laughs> Making up new sayings, I guess. <laughs> All right. So then I guess we'll move on to the reboot slash remakes. Um, I guess with Dallas, it's not really a reboot or a remake. It's kind of a continuation. We just ignored yes. the TV movies. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to, I was thinking about the word reboot and I'm like, do I not know what that means? <laughs> because <laughs> it's not a remake it's a continuation but i'm like does reboot not apply to that <laughs> huh well now i, I have to think <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i don't have the exact date but i know that uh dallas premiered in the summer of 2012 and how excited were you that dallas was coming back with some of the original cast members oh i had never even watched dallas the original Dallas at that point I was just oh, really so, yeah I, I had not seen any of it it was just I was so excited because you know the legacy of Dallas was just kind of my grandmother watched it my mom watched it and I was looking forward to another soap because I guess around that time there wasn't really anything that was like the classic soaps that we're used to I mean yeah so I was really excited the moment the theme song played I remember like <gasps> just being all giddy i was like oh my god i didn't even watch the original and i'm just so excited because they didn't keep a lot of theme songs back you know like now to an, the now to an o continuation drop the you know theme song Melrose place continuation it was the title it, card yeah. yeah so just having that theme song just made me so yeah happy. i watched i watched that episode this morning while i was drinking my coffee getting ready for work <laughs> and i have to agree it's a it's more modern um oh that was just to kind of backtrack a little bit since we're talking about theme songs i hate the dynasty theme song <laughs> i'm just gonna say it really oh, <laughs> i don't hate it i don't i hate I don't it i don't know something about the horns I, I always lower it when the theme comes on until oh, the show see, starts because I, it just grates on my nerves i hum it really and the, yeah and then my boyfriend looks at me like really i really? hate it but <laughs> it's basically the same theme song for the new one just kind of more modern and less aggressive and i love it it's the same song and i love it but it's just I don't know if, if it's the horns i don't know what it is but i always lower it it just like irritates me <laughs> the people involved with the continuation of dallas knew what they're doing like they, well, knew they had they to have honor... the original creators involved they uh oh. the shapiros i just appreciate it because i remember being so excited for now to an o and then all the behind the scenes drama kind of where they're changing writers and all this i was like okay, this is not going to be so good if it's taking this many people to get something yeah. that already has a built-in fan base, oh. you know, started. So I was like, mm, not too excited about that. But the Dallas, they were like, oh no, we're, you know, they, they appreciated the fans. And yeah. I really appreciate that. Um, theme songs were always really important to me. I kind of nerded out. Like whenever a show would start, a new season i was always excited to see like the new title like like, like what haircut they got like the new title like, <laughs> like what outfit were they gonna wear in the opening but <laughs> it's something so small but it was something that i look forward every time there was a season premiere of one of my that, shows that's how it was with buffy for me like they changed mm -hmm. every season and i was like you'd see sarah michelle geller's hair just different like who was going to be taken out of the yeah. credits who was going to be added to the credits who got a haircut like <laughs> but um the new dallas theme is the same as the old 
but more more modernized, I think a little softer. Um, and I loved it. Like I actually got chills hearing it. I just wish they would have done with the cast like they'd done in the original, where it showed, you know, not just the pictures, yeah, of not the just cast scenes of Dallas, you know, you know, just actual like the cast pictures. Just to kind of, I could have gone either way. I like both. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help it. I'm a sucker for a theme song, especially no, us. Uh, like I'm a sucker for one of those slow, <laughs> or something like on Nile Two and used to do. I love like oh. I love it. Well, then you would love the Young and the Restless opening <laughs> because each uh, actor gets their own little dramatic turnaround. And like, <laughs> I mean, I'm dorky. I go around. So if I have a blanket around me, I'll twist and be like, "I'm Alexis Carrington Colby, and I own fifty-one percent of this company." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how many times I say it, I just you know, it's just fun. <laughs> for me <laughs> no one else it's not fun for anyone else in my house but it's fun for me that's all that matters <laughs> but now, well back to you know dallas 2012 um the character this was that, the ranch that you visited this was the ranch that i visited and it was so awesome getting to it's like you're just walking into your favorite show you're just now like, is this the first time you've watched it since you've been there and no 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 oh, it's not Okay. No, because uh, I had I went there in 2018, I think, and I'd watched it after that just so I could be like, oh, I went there, I went there, you know, because they even have like little fake graves for Miss Ellie and oh, really? Uh, yeah, that's cool. So, I, have some, really- I have some photos. I'll have to put them on our Instagram, which is Queers and Soaps Pod, so that people can see them. <laughs> Did um, were you doing that this time? Where you're like, oh, I, I was there. I was in that that bedroom. I was in that office. Actually, when I was dri- when we were driving in to South Fork, I was like, hold up, pause. Got on YouTube, got the Dallas theme, hit play, and I was like, you can drive, and <laughs> like let the theme song play as we drive into the South Fork. <laughs> it's funny. My boyfriend's mother's house. She has like a long driveway that's lined with trees. And the first time I went there, it's not extremely long, but she's pretty far back from the road. And the first time we went down it, I was like, I feel like we're entering South Fork. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go into the house and she has like this long spiral staircase. And I was like, okay, now I feel like I'm in Dynasty. <laughs> uh, my, my aunt has a big spiral staircase and I just want to walk down it and just, I'd really just like to it just be me so no one can make fun of me but do my little dramatic little play some kind of song and just dramatically walk down the stairs <laughs> i'm very dramatic in my in my mind and it was funny when i said that to him he was like tell her that she'll love it <laughs> <laughs> okay so of all the characters though i know which one stood out for me and that's john ross yes which is funny though because he was in Desperate Housewives for a season be- or before he was in season three mm-hmm. and I couldn't stand him and when he when I saw that he got cast I was like really no nah, man but then once he's I mean he's he's J.R. Ewing's son like he that he, he was perfect he was perfect he definitely does that villainous eyebrow really well he definitely I, know, I like, can't do that I'm so I disappointed can't really either <laughs> He definitely knows how to hone the spirit of JR. When I was watching the, this pilot episode again, though, I'd went on a Dallas trip at, for work and we got to go to the Cowboy Stadium. So this was the first time oh, I so were there too. That. Yeah. So I got to go visit through there too. And I was like, I've been there. And it, I, I hate football. Football's not my thing. But just you now in Dallas, when I weird in the tour, I was like, where did the Ewings set? Like, that's what I wanted to know. I asked someone, they said they didn't know. <laughs> I was like, um, did, I know Dallas are filmed here. Where? Because we yeah. need to visit that. There was a, my mind went down this like weird rabbit hole. Um, during the scene where after they had hit the oil on the ranch and they were at the bar, like cheersing to it. One of the um, workers was talking to John Ross 
And he said something about uh, betting against the Ewing is like betting against the Cowboys, just unpatriotic. And for some reason, that sent my mind down a spiral. Like, this was 2012 and it ended in 2014. And I just wondered, like, not to get political, how the show would have been or would have played in Trump's America. Oh, because like, they are in the oil industry. Because you know they definitely yeah. would have voted for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but... <laughs> well, I would... Yeah, I would like to say I hope they wouldn't, but you're right. Elena wouldn't have, I don't think. Yeah, I would hope not. She's because she's probably the only one. <laughs> her and her mother. But that's it. We don't want to talk about politics. So I just that was just something that my mind did when he said that. <laughs> I'll say one new character that I really did like that I didn't expect to like at first is Anne. Like I like when she, you know. And I'm not a gun person, but when, when someone goes, like, and it's, especially if it's a woman and they're like, Ch-ch-ch, and they're ready to go. I love it. There's something yeah. that I just, I don't know. I There's love something that. about a woman with a shotgun that's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, get it. Cause, and I knew her as Mary Alice Young. I couldn't remember if she lots. fired it. Like as I was watching, I was like, "Did she shoot him or shoot at him?" And she didn't. And I was like, "Oh, come on, shoot him!" <laughs> but I was just like, when she went, I was like, oh, "I don't know what it was." I was like, "Yes, girl," because <laughs> it just—I don't know—it kind of exudes like woman in charge. Like she's not afraid. Like she can take like, care of herself. If Bobby <laughs> would have done that, would have done like, I'd be like, eh, "Whatever." But <laughs> since it's Anne, I was like, "Oh, yes." Yeah, I always did like her. And again, she was on Desperate Housewives. She was the narrator of mm-hmm. Desperate Housewives. Um, and, but the character I did really, I do really like too, is Pamela or Rebecca. And I remember when I first started watching season one, I was like, I want her to be a villain. I don't know why. I remember wanting her to be a villain and being with John Ross. And then I guess they must have magically heard me somehow because that happens. Mm-hmm. Because I just she was so much better as a villain than a, a good girl in season one i she really didn't do much for me i could have took her or left her but when the plot twist and uh i think the season finale happens which we'll talk about at a later date because i think we should cover <laughs> that episode yeah because it's that, um yeah she it. definitely becomes one of if not not one of but my favorite character Mine too. Kind of neck and neck with John Ross. Until um, I mean, until Judith Light shows up and kind of steals the oh my with her craziness. Okay, I just have to talk about it right now, even though we're probably going to cover <laughs> that episode at one point. But there's an episode where uh, Judith Light—I can't remember the character's name. She's meeting with the drug dealer, and she samples the coke, and she goes, <laughs> "Mama like," and I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I don't, there was just... It was so campy, over the top, and she said the line flawlessly, and it was, it was everything. <laughs> she, she brought her A-game. <laughs> she was like, I am stealing this scene. I know all these legacy characters are here. There's these young kids, but know what? The scene is mine. She definitely chewed the scenery and spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> I was... Man, I would have loved the season four because I would have loved to know what what would have happened. I still think there's so much potential. And I think if it would have been as big as it is now, we probably would still have a few more seasons of Dallas. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, never say never, but I don't think we're going to get another oh, continuation. If I win the lottery, I will put money behind production. I mean, get me a season four. It's going to get a little bit rough as the years go by because the original actors are getting a lot older. I mean, even with this one, we lost Larry Hagman in season two. So they would have to continue with the 30 something year olds, which is doable. Oh, I, well, I mean, we really only would have three Elena, Rebecca, and John Ross because Christopher technically exploded in that car oh i forgot about that don't talk about it because i want to be like <laughs> when you we be, watch that episode, be surprised? by the time i watch it i'll forget again then i'll be like <gasps> the same thing i did that once my friend 
had she was watching Dawson's Creek and I was like oh my gosh I love that when Jen dies is so sad she's like oh my gosh you spoiled Sorry, anybody me. who hasn't watched Dawson's Creek <laughs> that ended in 2003 if you haven't it's okay to have a spoiler at this point 2003 it was a long almost 20 years old the statute of limitations <laughs> <laughs> it is fine uh, so but I'm bad about that stuff. so spool every episode should have spooler alert on it because I'm not much of a secret keeper. We're talking about everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we talked about your favorite character. Um, Lee's favorite character. I don't think I really have one with Dallas. I mean, okay. I'm going to go with Chris. I'll just go with Christopher. Cause I need to pick someone. I agree. He's kind of boring. Yeah, and there was probably a reason he exploded in that car because we didn't stop talking him. about it. You're gonna make you're gonna embed it in my brain, and then I'm not gonna forget, and then I'm not gonna be shocked when I watch it. <laughs> well, you'll be even it'll be worse and now because we're talking about time. it so much. It's embedded in my brain, so thanks, you ruined it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I will just go with Christopher. Just yeah, he's which he was kind of boring on. I don't know if it's just the writing they do for him or if may, maybe it's just him as an actor that I'm just not. I mean, nothing against him. He's personally. very nice to look at. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Not to objectify <laughs> anybody or anything. <laughs> he's, he's easy on the eyes. Yeah. Which he proved that in Desperate Housewives. <laughs> I did enjoy some of the, the modern music that was in the pilot. Um, during the wedding, Adele was playing, so that was cool. Especially since back then, Adele was like really hot. She had like all her, she had like ten number one singles. That was a good. I, I mean, I I'm a sucker for a wedding where someone's marrying someone they're not supposed to marry, and the person is actually their maid of honor or best man, sitting there all like, because that doesn't happen in real life. There's no way that if I... I mean, I'm sure it has. <laughs> well, I got knows my best man or maid of honor will not be someone who's pining over my, my fiance. Because <laughs> I'll be like, um, you need to go. What if, what if he decides at this moment, like, oh, I can't do this. You know? <laughs> so anyone, I'm not going to have a one Anyone who objects, speak now. <laughs> like, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> okay, what's funny about that, though, is... I kind of wouldn't mind if someone did that at my wedding just because it's fun, but they'll be like, sit down. That ain't happening. <laughs> I mean, I kind of wouldn't mind being the person to be like, I object. Why? <laughs> I just want to. <laughs> Cause it's my dream. Like, you my say dream. that and then watch it happens. And you're like mad as hell that they interrupted your wedding. <laughs> I one time asked my boyfriend, John, I was like, can I, throw water in your face like all dramatically just there wasn't really much in there i got permission first he's like he's like sure i was like you bitch <laughs> i was like sorry i just always wanted to do that and there's no one i can do it to was it in public no god it was at home oh i won't tell right. you where at home but it was at home <laughs> <laughs> it's not inappropriate well i mean is at home okay <laughs> There was so, already uh, what did you think about the ending? Did it live up to the original Dallas's ending? Like the first pilot ending? As far as cliffhangers go? I thought it was neat to do, like, they have that cliffhanger kind of, like, that twist where JR had Marta mm -hmm. under his, and then it was like, oh no, dad, I've got, I'm getting the final say, like, it was fun to see the John Ross. It was kind of like, John Ross out JR JR. <laughs> Real quick though, back to the original, both original shows. Did you find it very weird when they would call their parent like daddy? I always think that it's weird. Okay. Cause every time they said daddy, all I could think was their lord in gay language. That is, means something totally different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, oh, we got to, to see the... uh, Lucy and Ray for like a minute in the new one. Why would they put those two characters together? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still... I mean, I don't, because I haven't watched the whole thing, I don't know who Lucy ends up with. I'm if sure. she ends up with anybody. I don't think anybody, but I still just, that was... <laughs> Lucy and Ray was all wrong on all fronts. So I can't, I can't get 
past them just like i don't know i know <laughs> it's kind of like with pretty little liars when they were trying to make ezra and aria like this cute little couple everyone was rooting for i was like i can't no he was her because teacher he was her teacher yeah <laughs> and I you know, for it <laughs> so i was just like i can't like i'm not a fan when they try to get you to root for something like that i think that's why i'm not a fan of ej and sammy together either is because of what how he forced her to kind of you know to yeah. save lucas had to sleep together and i was like no you know but i don't and know why so also not to you know poo poo on general hospital fans of this couple but that's also why i could never get into luke and laura and i know that they're like the a couple of that show and they brought ratings through the roof for that show but it's kind of like if this was svu this would be a whole different story end of the storyline would be all different but oh <laughs> to go on a, a tangent like we always do did you watch that documentary the 20 i think it was 2020 about the story soaps? Of soaps? yeah and how i think it's kind of ironic that abc would produce something like that when they canceled two mm-hmm. major soaps and then it's like why soaps matter uh no you don't care about soaps you canceled two <laughs> I mean, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, so, yeah. Where I was going with that is um, with the whole Luke and Laura thing, to stay on this tangent. <laughs> they actually were talking about that, and they said that years later, they actually addressed um, Laura's trauma from that. So I'm glad that they at least acknowledged that it was, like, an icky situation where they started. I kind of so, just wish soaps would start to get away from I know. stuff like that. Like, it's just, that's the one problem with soaps I have. I guess if I have any problems with soaps, that would be the one thing is that's kind of like, just let's move on. <laughs> it's one trope that they, they need to stop. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cool if you're willing to do an actual storyline about it, a realistic storyline. British but if soaps, you're just doing it for plot purposes, it really has no place. Not British, in British soaps do have done storylines like that, and they've it's actually been something where they are addressing it and you know showing why you know how it affects people and just doing it in the way it should be long lasting yeah. ramifications. Yes, they need to be traumatized long term. Yes. They need to be in therapy. It, they can't just be over it within a couple of months like it never happened see and that's one thing i think soaps need to focus like i'm big on a support of mental health i think it's very important and i wish soaps would kind of that's one thing about the, the honesty pilot i kind of was like okay you're kind of touching on mental health but you're still like they still shot away from it with claudia like with they didn't claudia yeah was, they didn't say she was in a mental institution or something like that they just kind of glossed over it where made it kind of not so bad like it's like man i wish you would have just taken that time and been like okay mental health is very important let's you know get her some help i'm gonna use that point to kind of segue back on track (laughs) Um, i think we pretty much covered it's not that kind of podcast and now we can go into dynasty since we're talking about claudia okay yes Um, which is my dynasty is my this dynasty is my favorite this one they didn't really beat around the bush with claudia I mean, not to be, you know, politically incorrect, but she's crazy. She's just flat out crazy. (laughs) Um, Do they ever say what she has? Is it like dementia? I wasn't sure. They didn't really, because as the season went on, they also kind of, it seemed like she was being drugged with drugs that weren't actual prescription. So I'm not like, I don't know. I think they were like, oh, here, we'll use her. But then again matthew and claudia i don't like to me i don't know what matthew was i thought matthew would be around longer because of who he was you know he was the guy from revenge so when he dies in the first episode i'm all Mm -hmm. like wait i was come on i was like we're tricking you so that you think he's more important than he is uh again in this one crystal was with her friends who after this episode we never see again (laughs) Um, but we also are two crystals away from this crystal, so who cares? <laughs> I really like. I didn't like this crystal at first, but she did. When grow I saw me. she was casted, I kind of went because she was on Vampire Diaries, and I didn't really love her on that show. 
but by the time they kill her i'm like oh man don't get rid of her spoiler alert oh well we're this on is a newer four. show <laughs> i'm not when it comes to my shows i probably won't keep secrets I'm like, <laughs> to them. now i lost the time they now. kill her yeah i liked her like there was something about her i actually enjoyed she grew on me and i felt like they were hinting at future storylines with her towards the end like didn't she have scenes with um michael they call him calhane in this one by his last name um usually um right don't they mostly call him calhane i think so yeah um so I was wondering if maybe they were going to hint at some kind of romance between them and then they killed her off. The reason why I think I may not like this crystal though is the second crystal. I didn't care for her. You didn't? Mm-mm. I'm really? with Alan. She had nicer hair. They, <laughs> which is something <laughs> that they oddly commented on a lot. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but Fallon had like an obsession with the second crystal hair. <laughs> Like she brought it up a lot. You, like my mom, I got my mom into the show and she would even text me like, why is she obsessed with her hair? <laughs> like they would be fighting and she'd be like, can I touch your hair? <laughs> I kind of wish they would have kept, like this actress that plays the new um, Crystal is from One Tree Hill mm-hmm. season two. She was Anna. I didn't like her. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't, I think it's because I was very Peyton Lucas and then it was like, oh, we're bringing her on to kind of cause problems for them. But uh, but I like her better on this dynasty. However, I kind of wish season four, we would have had a new crystal again. I kind of wish that would have been the new- I wish it would have been a thing. Just like, and not a knowledge. They hinted, they, they kind of did a, like a wink wink to it. Yeah, it's um, like crystal said, and then, yeah. Yeah, but she was actually talking about crystal not the person (laughs) so i but i do kind of wish we would have kept going with the new crystal i did like what they did though between the original the first and our second crystal where they did they made her crystal jennings yeah like made it look like she took her you know well didn't make it she took her crystal jennings identity and became you know yeah that was cool I, i did like i did think that was very clever i do like the way the new dynasty honors the old, old stuff but they just does like their own thing yes yeah however um, poor steven either show <laughs> gets they just don't nobody cares about steven poor steven and i love this steven and the new one and the new one yeah i did too i keep hoping he'll come back but i feel like they forgot about him i enjoyed that the gay thing wasn't a thing but the fact mm-hmm. that he was a democrat was <laughs> like the new yeah. version of it. <laughs> Um, what did you think about Sammy Joe being a, uh, a guy and gay? Loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. I like the guy that played. This goes for, I guess, both the new Dallas and the new Dynasty. I like that they're more diverse, mm-hmm. have different back characters with different backgrounds and things like that. So we kind of mm-hmm. get it inside to different cultures and things like that. I really enjoy that because I don't think there's enough diversity in soaps. Yes. Um, I enjoyed Fallon coming back home and Calhane saying, how was Denver? Because the original one was set in Denver and this is set in Atlanta, like, Georgia. She's like, the heat. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're that from the cool. South, I, I don't know anyone from the South who would say, I miss the heat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if you go somewhere cold, you would kind of- Maybe, but even- Because you're not used to it. You got thin blood. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> um. I also enjoyed, um, what was I going with this? Oh, the new Fallon looks very similar to the old actress. That they did her. They did have similar kind of looks. Mm-hmm. And even added, like, they that kind of that mean look sometimes, like, they're really like, something's cooking up there. Like, they had that mm-hmm. kind of look like, okay, what am I going to do to mess up with, you know, mess, get involved with everything, so... Um, Fallon, still, also Fallon liked, steals the show, though. I don't. If she Fallon, does. if Fallon left Dynasty, or is it Elizabeth? Elizabeth Gillies. Is yes, that how you if, say it? yes, I think so. If she left this show, Dynasty would end. Yeah. Well, we already know it's getting a fifth season. It was renewed before the season even started. Yes, but now they start taking back renewals. 
So it makes me nervous. Who? Who? Netflix has with other shows. Like, really? Like there was that. Society. Well, this is a CW show. They have a Netflix deal, but this is the CW. Sure. Well, I just mean like there's been some shows, well, kind of the pandemic, which I hate talking about that. Uh, they've taken renewals back, you know, because of things, but it just makes me nervous that they're just going to take it away from That me. hasn't happened to any of my shows, <laughs> you know, fingers crossed. Not on wood. <laughs> so. um, yeah, I kind of think it doesn't have the best ratings, but I kind of think that that's why it survives is because of the Netflix deal. And the, I think it does well in streaming. And internationally, I think it does really well, which thank you. Thank you. Thank you. World. Viewers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care where you're from. Thank you. Because <laughs> that, that's my show. And it's the one I, I don't watch TV live anymore, which I don't think many people do. Uh, no. I stream my shows the next day on the CW app because I'm hoping they count that as ratings. <laughs> I just got rid of cable, but I was still like DVRing shows and just fast forwarding the commercials. But now I don't do that because I don't have cable. <laughs> it's yeah. expensive. Um, what I will say about this dynasty, though, I think the best thing they did was killing off Matthew first episode. That was definitely a twist because, like you said, the actor. And I, I guess in the soap world is somebody. Mm-hmm. So it was like weird that they would hire a name actor and then kill him off. So that was an, a nice twist. It shocked me. Um, and then Claudia being like, you killed my husband. Which that was also kind of a twist on the scene from the original pilot. Which after the rig of... blew up in the original and Walter showed up to fight Blake. Only it's... this time the rig blew up, killed her husband and she showed up. It's interesting though, Claudia can't survive on her own at the house, but she can drive a car over to I was thinking about that. <laughs> the mansion. Like she and... needed a house nurse, but she <laughs> yeah. Couldn't take her medicine, you know, couldn't, you know. I guess her grief uh cured her crazy. I guess so. Like... <laughs> but um, the, I enjoyed that... that Crystal walked down the aisle to David Bowie. I, that was fun. And the way she walked down the aisle. <laughs> that fight scene between her and uh, Crystal, I love like, that it wasn't just, you know, about a man. Like, it was more about uh, women, you know, the power that, the, like, Fallon was trying to get that job that Crystal got. So mm-hmm. it wasn't, they weren't trying to fight over a man or something. They were fighting over, like, something that actually I would, you know, you'd probably fight for. Not <laughs> so I just <laughs> loved, like, the whole, like, call me mom yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what it is i love stuff like that there was a few lines that i thought were quotable um it's only an engagement no need to get upset (laughs) um or when that one call me mom uh (laughs) then during that fight was what we were talking about before with the cake topper how she bit the head off of the bride (laughs) But because they were fighting, it was more dramatic that she bit her head off <laughs> and then uh, essentially ripped her wedding dress. I think one thing I like about this crystal, though, even though we didn't really care for her at the beginning, this one is smart. Nothing against the original crystal, but she wasn't just Blake's secretary. She was mm-hmm. someone who really worked, which it was PR, which crystal did in season four of the original Dynasty. So I did like that they kind of kept her in PR. Okay. Do you not remember that? I've only, uh, no. <laughs> she worked with Kate, you know, Kate from the, the first Kate from Days. Oh, is that what that whole yeah. thing was? She, yeah, they worked in PR. So I like that they kept that, but I like that she, you know, Crystal was just as powerful by the end of the first episode as kind of Fallon was, because, I don't know, I like that whole little, like, they're, you know, I don't know, I just like that dynamic they have. I feel like the pilot of New Dynasty condensed a lot of storylines that were over multiple episodes in Old Dynasty. Like, they just, like, blew through it, and they're like, all right, we're going to honor this, and we're going to do our own thing. Oh, this is where I was going. You know, in the original one, it's like Fallon is mad at Crystal because she's marrying her father. In this one, the reason she's mad about she doesn't care for Crystal is she's taking her job that Mm -hmm. she she that Fallon has worked hard for that she thinks she's next in line for yes so that was something that I do like how they kind of swapped a lot of the stuff around kind of make it more modern and the women aren't just kind of yes you know 
But Which, they kind of they kind of keep a little bit of that old mentality with the character of Blake because he's still very old school and stubborn. Is. And <laughs> she yeah. says he he made all his deals on the golf course with a with old white men and a handshake. <laughs> <laughs> and I also like the whole uh, company and me, and they both like same thing. Um, that he is the company. Oh, when yeah. he said to her before we find out that they're together, that uh, mm-hmm. he's like, you're saying that I'm outdated or not with the times. And she's like, no, the company. And he says the same thing. Yeah, they do that again. And I think the next episode. episode or something. Yeah. Um, all right. I, I guess will, that kind of is everything right with Dynasty. I guess so. I could talk about Dynasty a little bit longer, but. Probably show. that's leading into so other wait, seasons. So your favorite episode is Fa- your favorite episode. Your favorite character is Fallon. Least favorite character, Matthew Blaisdell. Is he? But he. I mean, are we going with side characters too, or just main characters? Uh, let's go main cast. Okay. Um. At the moment, my least favorite would probably be Michael. But okay. he, but I like him during later seasons. Um, for me, it would have to be this Jeff Colby. He, even today, even to this day, he never really grew on me. I'm kind of partial to the original Jeff Colby, so I felt like he had big shoes to fill. I mean, and yeah. I don't, I don't really care for him. I do want to know, if you are a driver for someone like Blake, do you really make $200,000 a year? Because if so, <laughs> I'm switching careers. Right. I will drive around <laughs> someone for $200,000. And you basically live in like a pool house. Yeah. Which right. is very Ryan from the OC, but all right. Mm, <laughs> for so, 200 grand a year, why not? <laughs> but I guess it would have been between Jeff and Michael. But I do like Michael later on. Yeah. I enjoy his, some of his friendships. Um, yeah, him and Kirby, when him and Kirby kind of, I like that little fun back and forth pairing they have. Which is interesting because I couldn't stand original Kirby, but this one doesn't oh, bother I can't, me. Yeah, I can't stand original Kirby. I think I texted you when they first brought her on. I was like, oh, Kirby. And you're like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it's sad because you're like, okay, that was the original character. Maybe this one will be a little bit different, yeah. but. But when I first saw Matthew and Claudia, I was like, eh, it's the same. So may I thought that with Kirby, I thought she was going to be like. Um, it was a little jarring for me, even now, to see the actor um, Alan Dale play, uh, what's his last name? Anders. Because on every other show I've seen him, he's always been a rich, powerful man. Powerful man and now he's the butler or the However, major, he... major domo is that what it's called yeah yeah so it's, it's interesting to see him playing the help when he's always been like basically the blake of every show he's been yeah. <laughs> but um, I did... so my favorite character i guess consistently is valen and my least favorite character is jeff i already said that <laughs> Yeah, but right. so between uh, the new Dallas and the new Dynasty, which pilot do you like better? Dynasty. I feel like a lot more happens and it's very action packed. Whereas the first one, the Dallas was kind of just it was really good. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I love camp, and to me, Dynasty is full on camp. Original and the new one, like it's just I like the campiness of everything they do (laughs) yeah i have to agree as much as i love dallas especially new dallas um it was more dramatic which i also love but i like to have fun and laugh and i think dynasty definitely balanced the drama and the camp so Plus, I really like the music in the new Dynasty. Oh, I do too. I've already. I've I love that they play like remixes of like eighty songs a lot of the time. Fallon's wedding song to Jeff. That you know, I that's my favorite song of all four seasons so far. Like really? I even I oh I even had like I listen when I listen to it. I can repeat that part where Crystal's all like, "For what it's worth, you look beautiful." 
let's get this over with before I lose my buzz. And then they like, <laughs> well, she says, thank you, Tish. Like, thank you. It's over with before I lose my buzz. <laughs> that's funny. I, get, I don't know what it is with that song. And just that's what I think of every time I hear it. Uh, but yeah, the new dynasty is. All right. So it looks like as far as the old pilots go, Dallas wins and with the new versions, Dynasty wins. I will say that the new the new Dallas though does get a little bit more campier, I guess, in some sense with some of their storylines as it went yeah. on. Like and, and maybe their and their acting choices, like we yeah. said with Judith Light, that's camp. But like Dynasty, the new Dynasty, if any normal person was watching it, they'd be like, you jumped the shark with the first episode. I'm like, oh no, no, no. We have we we're gonna have to create something all new because season two, you know, when Nicholas Sheridan leaves the show, mm. that was one of my favorite that like I show that to people, like this is what makes Dynasty great. And they're like, she just he just shoved her face in a fire. I'm like, yes, but Uh-oh. it leads to this. I thought you were gonna talk about the storyline that which I'm kind of like, eh, it kind of crosses the line for me. Which like the camp line <laughs> when they made her look like Fallon. That's why I'm talking like that's not Ugh. like it was I, I don't understand why Adam would want her to look like Fallon, but I thought it was really interesting to watch Fallon play a characteristic of like she took some of Nicholas Sheridan's like just expression. It is always cool to see how another actor portrays the other actor. But it kind of reminds me of the masks on these. <laughs> it's just tiresome. <laughs> yes, but they only did it once, though. I was reading yeah. something was interesting online. They said it would have been cool if Nicholas Sheridan could have stayed as Alexis, and then Elaine Hendrick, is mm-hmm. it Hendrick? Yeah, came on as Sable. And then it would like I, was I haven't like, met Sable. I haven't watched the movies. I haven't met her either. I just know she's Alexis's cousin. And oh, really? Think, yeah, I think so. I think I think she's Alexis's cousin, but she's married to Kobe too. Oh, you know, only in Dynasty. Uh, I mean, I know who plays her, Dylan McKay from Nine Hundred Two and O's mother, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I haven't actually seen her on either show because I know she eventually comes to Dynasty right after the Colby's on. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever watched Footballers' Wives? It's a British. No, but you've uh, told me. Uh, you've told me about it. I may have watched one episode. Her name, the character's name was Tanya Turner, and I think she would have been the perfect Alexis. Just she's pure evil. If you see, if you read some of the things she did on that show, you'd be like, oh, that's Alexis. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> All right. Um. So I guess that kind of wraps up this episode mm-hmm. on the next episode we're gonna do it's not gonna be a regular thing but we're gonna come back to it from time to time it's gonna be called checking in and the next episode is gonna be checking in with days of our lives and even though we pretty much talk about days in every episode we are gonna talk about uh, the current show like what i relate things from days in my life so. <laughs> Um, and we're going to kind of do that with every soap. It's not going to be every week. We'll, we're, like I said, we'll circle back to it, but like we'll do checking in with General Hospital where we watch like maybe a week's worth of episodes of that show and we talk about how lost we are because we don't watch that show and we don't know who anybody <laughs> is. <laughs> Surprisingly, though, I know the one show where I don't know characters really at all is The Bold and Beautiful. But that's because yeah. I just, I don't care for that much. So I can kind of guide you through that. Because I, you know, how people get in little YouTube spirals where they'll watch videos. And I do that with like Wikipedia with soaps. I'll oh, I do too, you just keep I, clicking. Yep. Just, <laughs> and I, I like, there was a time one of my bosses from college was, uh, we were talking about Dark Shadows. And she went, how did you, and this was like late 2000s. How did how did you watch dark shadows I was like oh no i haven't i just researched it because i like to know about soaps she's like well i thought you watched it i was like not possible it's on prime <laughs> well it is now yeah i i've actually watched a little bit we'll have to do an episode about that 
a lot of episodes um, or a lot of streaming services usually start where um, Barnabas, the vampire, shows up. But Prime actually has from the beginning before Barnabas. Yeah, so the, I think I've watched like maybe the first 20 episodes. I actually liked it. I like it. It's a little slow. It is, but it's also but, the 60s. So <laughs> and I'm it's in black and white. I'm interested to watch it because they, they say like when things would fall, like if a, a candle fell, they just kept going because, you know, they didn't, they couldn't just stop like they do now. So I think they were actually live. Yeah, they were like, they recorded it live. So <laughs> I'd love to Which just. It's really that. cool. Some of the special effects that they were able to do for the live show in the 1960s. <laughs> but yeah, so now after we just went on that daytime, <laughs> so tangent on a Dallas and Dynasty episode. <laughs> oh, uh, we're going to be talking about days of our lives exclusively <laughs> <laughs> on the next episode so uh thanks for listening sorry uh if we bored you but uh please come back <laughs> just give us time we're working on it and uh we'll see you next time bye bye